and welcome to the Cats Roundtable. I am Rita Cosby, and joining us now is the man that John Katsimatidis always says King's Highway is named after, and so much more, is the former New York Congressman Peter King. Congressman, great to have you here on the show. Rita, great to be with you. It really is. Thank you. You know, there has been, I just think there's a flood of questions about leadership this week and lack thereof. Let's first start um, with the Biden press conference. Finally, President Biden breaks his silence and he does a news conference, if you will, but it was one-sided. He didn't take any questions about the balloon incident. How do you think he fared on the messaging? And what did you make of the fact it took them so long to make any statements and it left a lot more questions than answers, it seems? Yeah, it was really disappointing. I'm not here to second guess the president per se on whether he should have done this on that day or something else on the other day. But the fact is he owes the American people an explanation as to why he did respond the way he did or maybe why he didn't respond. Um, we're getting different stories from the White House. One is that, uh, you know, they didn't know about the balloon coming in. It was too late and they couldn't shoot it down because it would be over uh, you know, populated areas, and that's why they waited so across the entire country. But then they tell us they knew about these balloons over a year ago, and and they were following this particular balloon, you know, since it left China, Hunan Islands uh, in China. So, again, you have those, you know, that mixed story there. Then you have why they shot down the other three objects. Uh, Some people say it was nothing more than, you know, a regular balloon, uh, then there's, you know, still the implication it could have come from China. And listen, I can understand in the fog of war how mistakes are made, or just in the fog of a possible war or aggressive action. But in that case, then he has the opportunity to spell out as much as he can, not give up national security secrets or anything, but to at least let the American people know, you know, what we, uh, to extent he can, what we knew, when we knew it, why they took the action they did. And it's very possible that mistakes were made. And that, that can be understandable. But what's not understandable or excusable is not acknowledging that. And I'm saying what we learned from that, uh, you know, why, how we've adapted now. Now that we do know what China is capable of, what are we doing you know, to counter that? This is all things that should be discussed rather than him giving an incomplete news conference and then sort of walking off like in a huff that he was offended that people were asking him questions. In time of crisis, that's when a leader's leadership, if you will, really shines through. And his did not shine through very well this time. How do you think he's handling China? I mean, he came out and basically said they're a competitor, but he didn't. A lot of people have criticized him for not being tough enough on China, especially because he is saying that first one was a spy balloon that went over all these secret sites in the United States. Is he tough enough on China? I would, no, I would say no. And uh, I, was, I think he's been strong and basically suggesting that we will defend Taiwan if China attacks. But then he sends a mixed message by basically saying, yeah, we did sh- shoot down four objects because we thought they may have come from China. But at the same time, saying the relations haven't been affected at all and we're carrying on business as usual. You can't have it both ways, especially when we know that they, uh, you know, they're constantly expanding in the South Pacific and uh, economically in Central America and Africa and Europe. I mean, uh, you know, the Middle East, They uh, China is an expanding nation. They're being increasingly aggressive. And the president cannot afford to be sending mixed signals at a time like this. So obviously that first balloon, I mean, that was more than just a balloon. It sounds harmless, but I mean, apparently the equipment that was in there and, you know, the level of surveillance that could bring about and invading our airspace 
this is not a trivial thing. This isn't you know, some guy flying a balloon. It's a foreign country sending a very sophisticated weapon. In effect, that's what it is, because it's, it's, it's stealing and seizing intelligence from us through our airspace. This isn't something from you know, satellite far away. This is something that was in uh, American airspace, and we can't allow that to go unchallenged. You know, one of the other things on leadership this week, Congressman Peter King, is the fact uh, of this Ohio train derailment. It is so heartbreaking uh, when you see the images of the plume. And there's a lot of questions about leadership there, too. Uh, Where is President Biden on that one? He has not visited, hasn't commented even on it. And then you've got the Transportation Secretary, Pete Buttigieg, who basically hasn't said anything either. He's done a tweet or two. Um, Are you seeing a void of leadership there as well? Absolutely. And again, you should definitely have had, if not the president, then certainly the vice president. And in any event, the secretary of transportation had to be there. What Buttigieg was doing, I don't know. These guys find excuses to attend any event and to be critical of anything that remotely affects Republicans or or Donald Trump. And yet when something like this happened, I can't imagine living in a place like East Palestine and seeing that happen, seeing that in your literally in your own backyard. Uh, I mean, what's going to happen uh, as far as the potential danger to this generation, to future generations, to pregnant women, uh, to uh, the environment itself. I mean, that is ugly to look at. And for them to act, again, like it's business as usual. Uh, again, until Buttigieg is willing to go in and drink water and to spend time uh, in that community, you can't believe it's safe. And it's just uh, when where he's been, I don't know. him. He's supposed to be the very the great communicator. That's one of the reasons he was supposedly picked, because he's so effective in getting a message out. Well, he's totally failed on this one. And listen, it's, you know, uh, you and I are maybe about 800 miles away, 700 miles away, whatever it is, 600 miles. The fact is, if that was in your backyard, think how panic-stricken we'd all be. Yeah, absolutely. And we've seen all these images of families who have been so concerned and, and kids who have had coughs and respiratory, you know, respiratory problems, skin problems yep. as a result of this. Uh, they have a right to be concerned and they're going, where is everybody? Do you think that this is going to be really detrimental to Buttigieg, who a lot of people were seeing as maybe a, a future star in the Republican Party, even a potential presidential candidate? Well, I, I thought he was overrated from the start, but I think, that, you know, this just adds to that. Uh, he is uh, uh, really missing in action. And, you know, there's not often that many crises that involve a transportation secretary, which involve perhaps life or death or even future generations. But this is one. And he really failed to step up. So he has uh, really uh, a lot of a lot of questions to answer. And uh, he uh, this is a, a failure of leadership. And if he can't do it as transportation secretary, how could anyone ever expect him to do, you know, do the job as president of the United States? Yeah, and those images are so heartbreaking and hard to erase. And again, here it has been so long since this happened and still MIA. Um, Congressman Peter King, uh, the great former congressman from New York, uh, great to have you here on the Cats Roundtable. It's wonderful to have you with us today. Vita, thank you and again. Let's enjoy the rest of the Sunday. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. 
NYC.